Welcome to the Chatty Bear Podcast. I'm Amit Bhaskar and she's Geraldine Sangalang. Every Wednesday and Saturday, we share our food and travel experiences so you feel more comfortable on your adventures. This episode is sponsored by Leading Presence. Whether you're starting a new business or looking for a fresh challenge at work, professional branding is key. Leading Presence consultants tell your story so you can lead online. In this episode, we're discussing our visit to Karna in Dubai. We're answering your top eight questions about visiting Karna. So this includes the location, the view, the vibe, and of course, the drinks, the food, the cost, the service, and why you should visit Karna. Stick around to the end of this video. After our discussion, we'll tell you where to find a secret speakeasy right here in Dubai. The owner of Karna is Dario Sacchini, a legendary butcher from Italy. In 1976, when his father fell sick, he left his studies and came back and took over his father's butchery. He focused on using each and every part of an animal's body to promote sustainability and to honor the life and death of an animal. So, let's chat about Karna. Sounds good. So, let's talk a little bit about the location and how we got there. Uh, location, it's, it's located at the 74th floor in SLS Hotel in Dubai Business Bay. And because it's 74th floor, the view is incredible. So if you are around downtown or Business Bay, I think it's a 15 minute drive. So you go to SLS uh, Hotel and then the, then you go to 72nd floor. And from 72nd floor, somebody guides you to go towards different lift. And then it goes to 74th floor, which is dedicated to the restaurant only. It's so, a really yeah. beautiful building, actually. Yeah. I was surprised. There's so many, so many high rises here. So when you're looking for a specific restaurant, this has been our experience anyways, you're automatically led to different buildings you'd never been to before. Mm. And it was a nice, quick taxi ride. I would say that it's not very accessible by transit in case you're inclined to seek an option like that, yeah. unless you're within walking distance. Yeah. How much do you think our taxi was from Business Bay? <sighs> we are staying in Business Bay, uh, Boj Khalifa Street. And from here, it costed us around 22 dirhams. 22 dirhams, that means uh, 8 Canadian dollars, mm. 7, 8 Canadian dollars. So mm -hmm. it was uh, pretty cheap. And if you're thinking of any alternate way, there is none. So taxi is the only way. You can use Kari map and you can take Hala taxi. And that's the cheapest option to travel around in Dubai. Mm -hmm. And we definitely love the building. Not all of the buildings here are glitzy and glamorous. Some of them, it's more designed so it's more formal, more businessy. And some of them, it's designed like ours, where it feels more like a residence because yeah. they know there's lots of long-term stays. Yeah. There, it felt like, oh gosh, I should have worn like stilettos or yeah. I'm not quite naked enough. <laughs> it was this moment of like, yeah. everybody's looking for a sexy club and folks, I think it is in your hotel. <laughs> yeah, Everybody yeah. was super decked out, but also that added to kind of the spice of walking mm. in for me. Mm. And the other thing too, is when we walked into the lobby, do you remember that big... Giant mirror? Yeah, it was this massive mirror, like... I don't even know how tall. Like Yeah, it was floor to ceiling completely. And you know, in a building which is 74 floor, you can imagine the height of the lobby. So it was floor to ceiling. And mirror was not like straight mirror. It was shaped in nice mm -hmm. structural manner. And then there was a chandelier, which was very beautiful. And then you enter the lobby again. And in front of you is a nice flowery uh, rainbow color of you know it feels like you entered a church <laughs> very dramatic yeah. yeah so then you 
enter. The one awkward thing was that usually when you enter these big buildings, there's somebody who guides you to your、yeah. next path. That first entryway, it was almost like. Are we allowed? <laughs> Because it was massive entryway, and then it was a smaller space, but it wasn't clearly defined where you're supposed to go. So we、yeah. would bump into different folks, and you could see everybody was kind of like, "Do you know where this is? Do you know where that is?" In fact, outside the lobby, there were some swings where yes, you could just sit and swing、well. around. It was nice. Yes, there were couch swings. Yeah, it closes after ten or ten thirty, I guess. But we reached there at like around seven,、mm-hmm. so it was all open. So you can,、mm-hmm. if you are just hanging. Out there, you can just swing over there. It's very beautiful.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were a lot of folks taking photos and posing、yeah. and stuff. It's very charming. Very、yeah. charming. And then you take the lift. A lift itself. There is a display inside the lift.、Mm-hmm. LCD screen.、Uh, it's playing like very windy stuff. And the entry of the lift part is connected to some kind of blower, I guess. So when you are just about to enter the lift, you feel that massive breeze of air. And the same kind of breezy stuff is playing on the screen, so you literally feel like you're stepping into something else.、Mm-hmm. You you felt that? It was kind of like this breezy disco、yeah. moment. Yeah. I was like, all right, I get this place, and also I don't understand where we are right now. Yeah. So you take the first lift, and then. I think how we found it was because we overheard folks saying they had gone up and down already,、yeah. and then they were explaining to each other like, "No, we need to get off on this floor."、Yeah. So we also got off there, kind of had a, a laugh with these folks. They disappeared. We went on doing our thing. It was on that second. I don't even know what floor that was. Seventy second. So、oh, the seventy second floor. Then we entered a space where there were lots of staff,、yeah. and so staff very clearly directed us. Oh, you're going to Carnal. You、yeah. go over here.、Yeah. So then it was a completely different area、yeah. where there were elevators. Very formal, very beautiful. We were running a little late, so I said,、yeah. "Let's come back and take photos." So we went to the next elevator, and at that point we were alone. And then it was another set of elevator, magnificent、yeah. <laughs> elevators. And then you get to the seventy-fourth floor, and it's Karna. And then it was this moment of like, "All right, we're we did it. Like <laughs>、yeah. the voyage is over. We found、yeah. it. Like we're here." Bit of an also, building that tall when you enter the、uh, lift, you feel the air pressure. That's、mm-hmm. always amusing to me. Like it's just a building. Like we are just going. It's not a tourist destination or something. It's just. The normal building you're walking into, and you feel that air pressure. It's amazing how high these buildings are. In Vancouver, we don't have such high buildings, and even if it is, you're not allowed to go to the top. Or I, I don't remember any, let's say, fifty-floor building with a restaurant on top, something like that. So this is a new experience. You just keep going seventy-second floor, and then you take another lift to go seventy-fourth, which was amusing. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty fun. So now that we're up to the seventy-fourth floor, how would you describe the vibe?、Hmm. Well, when you enter the Karna space, we are greeted with a nice reception, and then there is a massive board with the name Karna and the chef's name. And when you go inside, on the left-hand side, there is a sitting area. Then there is a bar. Then there is a there is a tree. Then there are spaces for big group of people to sit on the couch. And then tables and chairs. On the right hand side, you can see、uh, a display of a cow with all his parts mentioned. Like this part is this, this part is this. This is what you're eating. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a specific,、uh, I guess, chamber where the、uh, chef, whenever chef comes, he does the cutting and everything over there. So it felt like a very elite 
and VIP area where people were there to enjoy their evening in casual dressing and it wasn't loud it wasn't disturbing it the place was full yet it's nicely spaced all the tables and chairs are nicely spaced so you don't feel like it's crowded when you sit on your table the other table is like i think 2 or 3 meters away from you it's a nice distance it gives you a feeling of it's not crowded you are there for your time they are dedicated to your time it's a good point that you mentioned that you felt that it was casual because as i described downstairs it felt like i found all the single people in dubai yeah. <laughs> like it was like glitz everybody was gorgeous these teeny dresses were you know you feel scrubby let's just be yeah. honest we look perfectly fine then we go up to karna and it felt like a very come as you are let's eat some good food and enjoy the night so yeah. i i totally agree with you yeah. and yeah so spacious i remember we kept saying again and again you you knew there were a number of large parties and this is a a, hotel, a restaurant in a hotel so you're mm. able to access great alcohol selection great wine and it's an italian place wonderful I hear that there are multiple wine cellars we yeah. just didn't ask to see them. And I say this because of course the groups were loud, they were enjoying their space and yet you never felt overpowered by them. Yeah. Like you never felt like somebody was shouting at you or you should move away or something. Like we still had our private mm-hmm. time and we have our own mess of stuff that we have because yeah. we've got lighting and all that good stuff. So Yeah, really great space. Yeah. Reading a little bit too about the restaurant. So Dario Sicini is a butcher and he goes back and forth from Italy. He's mostly in Italy. So the concept for Carna is really bringing you into the society of butchers. Mm-hmm. It's like the secret society suggested where they just eat beautiful food and drink a lot of wine and and whiskey apparently. Yeah. So the decor definitely matched that because it kind of did feel like you were in this space you were welcome to come in the space but it's a space you never been before yeah and i remember saying to admit a number of times i feel like if you've watched beauty and the beast like the animated beauty and the beast i felt like i was at like gaston's bachelor party it was like here's all their their guys they're all like clinking drinks they're doing their thing and you can hang out if you want it's up to you because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very like lots of mahogany the view is incredible in the background and then yeah these beautiful plates of food yeah really cool vibe very comfortable yeah and not to uh, not to forget the staff were very friendly oh 100% yeah from the moment we entered to the uh, to the end of our show like i think we left in the last like we were the last people to leave yes yes <laughs> and you can guess it from that like we loved the space so much we were we were there for like i guess five hours at least but if we didn't stay we wouldn't have found the speakeasy so yeah. there's that so yeah nice vibe great place so how would you describe the view then <sighs> so because this place is so big every side has different view mm-hmm. right so the place where we were sitting we could see a heart shape lake i guess that i showed you remember yeah uh, lots of traffic so i think it was shake jad road i guess I also think that the design was so beautiful inside the interiors how it's such tall, tall ceiling that like you said you kind of feel like you're yeah. in a football field because it's so massive mm-hmm. and then also with all of the beautiful tables the spacing and then to have the view in the background like it really did support this opulent space mm-hmm. and the thing too about 
having like the darkness of these tall windows and then the, just the sparkles mm-hmm. is it almost made it feel a little bit more intimate. Mm-hmm. So a lot of restaurants, of course, it's like white, beige, gray walls, but to have the black with the sparkle, it, mm-hmm. it felt more homey, to be honest. The other thing too about the view is I remember seeing the DJ in the corner yeah. and she had this beautiful space where she was kind of tucked in the corner right beside the bar, but she had, because of the way the building is built, kind of two windows by her. Yeah. And so I remember seeing, we, we chatted about this, how she was kind of like zoning out, enjoying the space on her own. And I just thought, like, well done. <laughs> like, you have a beautiful job where you're bringing folks joy and you yeah. get to enjoy this amazing view watching Dubai just go, go past mm-hmm. you. Like... Yeah, and she was lost in her own music. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a place where you have to impress your guest with your music. No, you have to play nice music for them to just enjoy their mm-hmm. night. Enjoy the so vibe. She, yeah, so she was doing it, and yeah, we could. I I could see, and I told her to look at her. Like she was just roaming around with the music, like <laughs> grooving, and it was so beautiful to watch somebody enjoying the, their job this much. And then we went to closer to her, and then we saw she had this nice view. Then we were like, yeah. Amazing mm-hmm. space. <laughs> uh, it was, it, yeah, that moment of like, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Great job, find. <laughs> the other thing, too, is that what we found fascinating about the bar is we strongly believe that there there must have been another HVAC entry yeah. or something. Because certainly we could tell that folks would leave their tables, go over there, smoke cigarettes, mm-hmm. and then return. Yeah. So there must be something that allows them to smoke such that it, it didn't. The smell of smoke wasn't everywhere. Yeah. I didn't mention actually that in the lobby it smelled very smoky, like in the 72nd floor mm. area. I think it's the other bar or club or what have you. But in Karna itself, you don't smell smoke everywhere. Like mm. you don't walk in thinking, oh, I'm going to smell like smoke when I leave. Cigarette mm. smoke, anyways. Let's jump back to our favorite part. Let's chat about the mm-hmm. food. So let's talk about the starters first. What did you like? Starters. I mean, so we had a couple of starters. We had the local burrata, which mm. was something I knew I wanted to try once I saw it on the menu. And the other thing was the artichoke tarts. Mm. Similarly to the burrata, why I wanted to try the artichoke tarts is that it's advertised as using Emirati honey. Mm. And the local burrata was made locally. Mm. And so here in Dubai, middle of the desert, there's a lot of food that you see in groceries and in the restaurants that are imported mm. from around the world. Although I I say that a little bit critically, but I I think this is true of many communities. Mm -hmm. Certainly in Greater Vancouver, where we're from, it is like that as well. But in any event, I knew I wanted to try those items because they specifically said they came from Dubai. And so, yes, the... Sorry, the burrata itself was served with heirloom tomatoes. There was a little bit of rockets, a little bit of greens. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, on top is that beautiful sphere of the of the burrata and yeah. i remember we we cut into it and it was this beautiful moment of like it spread out throughout <laughs> yeah it was, it was beautiful. it's such a smooth burrata that you you literally feel like invited to cut it off <laughs> it's so beautiful and yeah nice starters i like the burrata the best mm-hmm. i think your favorite was the honey one mm-hmm. yes was the artichoke tarts yeah the artichoke tarts came as it was served on a bed of, I want to say, roasted or dried artichoke leaves. Mm. And then it was, I think, three little artichoke tarts. Yeah. The shell itself was kind of like a shortbread uh, crust where it was like very crumbly, just kind of 
melt when you bite into it, mm-hmm. not chewy. And then the center was mostly goat cheese and then that Emirati honey on top. So mm-hmm. super satisfying. Yes, I do love that more probably because it's on the sweeter end. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of that creaminess from the goat cheese mm-hmm. and then the yeah, little crumble of tart. So yes, awesome. I enjoyed that. Starters were actually a good start. Um, there is something about dining in the high rises, like having burrata in a restaurant which is on ground floor and having burrata on a, in a restaurant which is at 74th floor with a view. It just adds to the <laughs> luxury or the feeling. Does it feel magical to you? Like, it Tell does. me what the feeling is that you're thinking of. Remember we went to the dining uh, dinner in the sky? Yes. Dinner in the sky was lower than this restaurant. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, it's a little bit frightening, but yes, yeah. yes, you're right. So, Dinner in the Sky sells its tickets and uh, this whole marketing is about your dining in the sky. And I think it's like 50 or 70 meters above, this, above the ground. And here we were at 74th floor, I think twice that height. Relaxing. It, there we were on a platform mm-hmm. rotating. It has its own fun. Like it has its own thrill, adrenaline rush. Here you are dining in a luxury space at 74th floor. The food comes and you have a background which is view and you naturally feel like taking a photo against the view of that dish. And I don't know, it, it just adds to the luxury of it and you feel very special somehow. So did you enjoy the burrata at Dinner in the Sky where we were open air I did. more than the burrata here? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm not comparing it to uh, demean anyone. I'm just saying it was 50 meters and it was twice that height so yeah dinner in the sky has its own feeling open space like you're just rotating through <laughs> via crane hanging platform right mm-hmm. it has its own adrenaline rush and it's beautiful overall what do you think your favorite was between the burrata and the artichoke tart burrata of course <laughs> because of course first of all it comes and it's very it's very shiny and smooth white layer and then you tend to like cut it off and then it spreads around so it just makes me feel awesome another point is uh it's not sweet i'm not a sweet tooth i don't like sweet stuff that much she does so that's why burrata is my favorite and i guess yours would be the other one because it's sweet (laughs) the other one is my favorite but not because it's sweet Uh it's my favorite because of the texture so i really like that there was that little bit of crust and then that savory kind of sweet goat cheese and then the honey on top. I just, I really appreciate that. And it tasted very good. Mm. Let's chat about the main course now. Okay, sounds good. We had a couple of amazing mains. Mm. So we had the carne sausage, which was quail sausage yeah. served in the cast iron skillet. Mm. That was served with whole grain mustard, which was wonderful. And then we also had, this is amazing. It was the bone-in New York strip loin, 500 grams. So this mm. is a big boy. 28-day dry-aged steak. And it was USDA prime. Mm. So... Tell me what you thought about that. I'm not a big beef eater, but I enjoyed the sausage. The sausage itself was big. <laughs> like it was in small portions. It was big. That was yeah. a lot of sauce. <laughs> yeah, lots of sausage. It came with mushroom sauce, the best mushroom sauce we have ever had. Mm-hmm. Not chunky, very smooth, very buttery. And it just went smoothly with the sausage and beef both. I'm not a beef eater, but I ate a lot of beef. It was tasty. It was good to me. 
uh, yeah, it's just not my priority. That's why I enjoyed the sauces more. And then on the sides, we had lots of vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it had cauliflower, it had broccoli, it had carrot, everything in it. Uh, and then we also had truffled fries, I guess. Mm-hmm. Remember? I think the most beautiful truffle fries I've ever seen. Like yeah. massive wedges and a nice portion of cheese on top. Yeah. So it was very, very tasty. So all the sides, like vegetables, if you are into the vegetables, you would love this ball because it was very big. And then mushroom sauce was the best. And then truffled fries, amazing. Sauces, perfect. It was actually too much for us. So we actually ended up leaving a little bit. Beef was great for the beef eaters. For me, it was very nice. And I had a nice portion of the beef as well. Yeah, the grilled platter was amazing. I remember we were quite full. But you're eating so much meat. So you keep trying to eat a little bit more vegetable to kind mm. of balance things out. But you're getting so full. So one of the things I tried even though it was quite full was the grilled corn and mm. that was delicious like i remember amit was kind of like i'm done i'm done i'm like no i gotta try this corn like kind of cutting off pieces from the cob because yeah. it was just so delicious so we also tried a couple of desserts we tried the burnt cheesecake mm. although we were advised not to have it burnt which was very interesting and then we also had the baked alaska yeah. which had this Beautiful Madagascar vanilla ice cream and wild blueberry sorbet. It was quite decadent, actually, mm-hmm. and dramatic. I like the Alaska one. Yeah. And I think that was the suggestion from the server. Mm-hmm. And the reason I liked it is because, of course, the cheesecake and then the topping was... The shape of it was a little... Not weird funky funky and funny it was yeah very rustic yeah it was yeah a big piece a big it felt like we bought some new york cheesecake in the small take-home size mm. like that was a substantial cheesecake serving i'll say and then it was like mango on top mm. uh, if if you're watching us from india and if you know there there was a show in our childhood called shakalaka boom boom <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Where Tell the, me about this show. Yeah, where this kid has his, his pencil mm-hmm. and whatever he draws, it comes to life. Okay. So that pencil had that exact shape. <laughs> yeah, a little oval and then gets pointy on top. Okay. So you you can guess it. I'll put the video over here for you to look at it. But yeah, I love that Alaska. And then other one was actually good, but you liked it more because it was more sweet, I guess. No, it wasn't about the sweet. It was the texture was so good yeah. and super light, super kind of fluffy inside. Mm. It, it almost tasted like a whipped cheesecake, but obviously from the texture, it was a New York style cheesecake. So it must have been kind of water bath and then mm. I guess possibly torched or something. Mm. I did definitely enjoy the Baked Alaska. Like a, it's a showstopper and in terms of flavor, delicious. But yeah, I would I would go back for drinks and the cheesecake. So now that we have talked about the dessert part, mains part, starters, how did you like the drinks? <laughs> I keep alluding to the drinks because they still have a little heart beside mm. them in, in my memory. <laughs> they were bold and boozy. So... The thing about Dubai is that sometimes, and we talk about this in the 11 Wood Fire video, check it out if you haven't seen it. Sometimes you're told you're given something called a signature drink, and in your mind you think, oh, that must be a beautiful cocktail. 
It is not. This is fruit juice in a beautiful display. Yeah. Here at Karna, no, a cocktail is a cocktail is a cocktail. So the first cocktail that I had was an old fashioned, and it was this instant. I'm in New Orleans, and I'm happy to be here. Like mm -hmm. we're here, we're gonna have a good night. And it's important to me because when I ask for something, I expect to get what I request. And mm. when it comes to alcohol, it's there. Like it was a beautiful cocktail, very balanced. The other cocktail that I had was, I think it was an off menu cocktail because we tend to be really chatty with staff. We ask about, you know, what do you think I should try? I know for sure that they used Macallan 10. I know for sure that there was smoke mm. and later on when they offered to show us again with fire i just thought this is a brilliant drink but it was super balanced and they the server if you remember they mentioned to me they reminded us that you know here at karna because of the philosophy of dario Sacchini, they want to make sure that they use all parts of the animal so this was far into the meal we were very happy with the ambiance we were kind of swirling and happy at that point and so i said yeah for sure i'll try that drink mm -hmm. next thing i know it's this kind of smoky situation it's super i mean it's Macallan 10 so it's beautiful sip and i was just like i don't know where the beef part here is yeah. I support you and I like it, but I don't know if it's maybe the smoke. So I can't tell you the name of the cocktail, but I can tell you that anything that involves scotch, scotch whiskey, mm. yeah, that it's it's real deal. It's it's going to be a delicious cocktail. I I believe in the bartenders there. Yeah, and the presentation in the end was awesome. Like oh, the whole stunning. fire thing and everything. Stunning. Yeah. Beautiful ice choice as well. They they yeah. don't throw away any opportunity to give you really quality hmm. and it was items. very good for this uh, for the bartender to ask us like if you are doing this let me bring that fire thing to you and in the end he brought it and it was amazing absolutely well that's the next thing that we folks always ask us was how was the service so tell me about how you felt um with the servers that we had oh incredible if i have to rate it then i would say like 9.5 they were very welcoming. They were suggesting the good things for us. They were bringing it, bringing it on time. And in fact, the bartender, like, or even for the desert, they suggested that Alaska thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, very welcoming and very friendly. Love it. I really appreciate it, too, because I ask a lot of questions. It's not just because we're doing media things, but it's because I am curious. That's mm -hmm. why I enjoy coming to these restaurants is that, you know, they don't... These foods don't magically appear. There's some mm. background to them. So when I would ask where things came from or what was inside certain foods to make sure that it works for me, all staff um, and different teams would come and visit us. They, they had no problem. Mm. Just kind of chit-chatting uh, about it. Yeah, the surprise we have in the end of this video, we got to know about it because she told us. Yes, remember? that's right. Otherwise, we were just ready to go out. It was honestly just such a human moment that I really appreciated. And then that's how she shared the secret. And it's something I will genuinely never forget. But yeah, yeah. really wonderful service. Felt very welcome. And we always had exactly what we needed. Yeah. I remember there was, oh, when we arrived even, there was a little, um, it kind of looked like a wooden footstool that they brought, and mm. it was so that you could put your purse down. I've since yeah. learned that there's lots of restaurants that do that in Dubai, but I thought, how thoughtful, first of all, to not 
assume that everybody has things yeah. with them. But if you see that we're carrying things, then you you put down a little footstool. It's so thoughtful. Yeah, yeah, we love because uh, especially we carry camera, mic, and all those gadgets with us. We need either a big table or some extra table to keep our stuff on. Mm-hmm. So when they saw it, they brought it, and yeah, we felt like oh. It's there. So <laughs> nice. thoughtful. Well, and so beside us, there was, you know, a couple having a date or what have you. And so she had a very beautiful large bag and same thing, a little footstool yeah. for her bag. So thoughtful. Yeah. I appreciate that. One of the biggest questions that we get that most people don't talk about on YouTube is the cost of dinner at Karna. So I'm going to break it down for you. So the starters, we mentioned we had the local burrata that was 95 dirham, the artichoke tart that was 60 dirham. So for the starters, the cost was 155 dirham or $58 Canadian. In terms of the mains, we had the carne sausage that was 120 dirham, the bone-in New York strip loin, 500 grams, 415 dirham. So the total for the mains, it was 535 dirham or about $200 Canadian. For the sides, we had the mushroom sauce that was 15 dirham, the grilled vegetable platter, which was 85 dirham, truffle fries, 55 dirham. So the total for the sides, it was 155 dirham or roughly 58 Canadian dollars. For dessert, we tried a couple. So we had the baked Alaska that was 60 dirham and the cheesecake that was 60 dirham as well. So 120 dirham, roughly 45 Canadian dollars. Then we'll take you to the drinks. We had an old fashioned, 59 dirham. We had the Macallan cocktail, which was 95 dirham. We had water, which was 29 dirham. And then we had a mocktail of juice, which was 30 dirham. So the total cost for all of the drinks, it was 213 dirham, which was roughly $80 Canadian today. The total for food, it was 910 dirham, which is roughly 342 Canadian dollars. And so the total cost of all of this tasting, it was 1,178 dirham, or roughly $445 Canadian. It includes VAT. It also includes municipality taxes. So when you when you get the price, the total cost in your bill, you're not surprised. You you know like this is the this is the amount you have to pay. Where other places in Vancouver or in India, that's the cost, then taxes, 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 which is weird. I'll mention as well, so the bone-in New York strip loin, I keep saying that it's a big boy, and it's because it's massive. It's definitely meant for at least two people. In the menu, it says two. I think two or three is very reasonable. That 500-gram steak was 415 AED, or 153 Canadian. Mm -hmm. So if you're considering splitting that between a couple of people... Yeah, pretty affordable in that case. Yeah. And uh, yeah... This is the price today when we went to try this place. Make sure you check the menu before going to the place. So having said all of that, why should someone visit Karna? Many reasons. Uh, First of all, the food is amazing. Staff is incredible. The view is stunning. Uh, The space itself is very spacious. And the interior, the decoration of the lights, everything is very, very awesome. And... If you are visiting there for the first time, it will be a little overwhelming for you because it's such a big space. But I can I can be I can guarantee you like once you reach there, once a staff is assigned to you, the staff will make you feel comfortable. Like you're here to eat and they are here to just make you feel awesome. 
that's what i felt about it mm no i agree with that for me it's such a complete departure from other restaurants in dubai because they genuinely are providing to you that western fine dining experience that you're seeking but right in dubai understandably so sometimes when you go for fine dining the experience is not what you expect i've mm-hmm. asked for wine and gotten kombucha i've asked for certain items that were not quite what i was expecting to get at a restaurant like that a karna that's not the case at all what you seek out is what you get and it's even elevated further because it's a different experience than i expected to have if you've ever watched the musical hamilton there's a song that says the room where it happens and it's kind of this like this sneaky sleek song where you know the guy is explaining i wish i was in that room where all these things are happening that's karna to me where it's like there might have been some really amazing things happening with politicians in that case or with business people and in this room where you feel so comfortable to just focus and do what you want that's the room where it happened that's karna to me mm-hmm. having said that there was a secret door to even awesome space incredible view incredible than this one so you can imagine this secret door let's talk about that <laughs> okay well what really happened was we were wrapping things up we had finished dinner we were taking some extra shots taking our time to leave because folks were so lovely they let us just kind of wander around and in the corner of my eye i could see a staff member who we were speaking through throughout the evening crying this person was with another staff member they looked very upset and so of course when we clapped eyes and went over and i said you know is everything okay and this person said don't worry about it it's allergies and we had this very honest moment where we just kind of looked at each other this person gathered themselves and we both both knew of course it was not allergies they were very upset by something So after this moment this person paused and said, "You know, over by the bathroom there's that tall mirror. Did you walk through it?" And I remember thinking, "No, why?" And this person smiled and said, "Why don't you walk through and find out what's over there?" And so giddy, we gathered our things, we walked over and we're going to show you the clip of what actually happened. It's very exciting. So that secret then was that we learned that at Karna that's the secret entrance to this speakeasy called Smoke and Mirrors. So speakeasy meaning a secret bar essentially. Mm-hmm. Really its foundations are in bootlegging in the states of all those prohibition days, mm-hmm. but in Dubai of course there's a lot of taboo around alcohol. Even some very kind of affluent young PR folks that we spent some time with were explaining as much as they were pleased to have us visit these places and enjoy the cocktails even to verbalize talking about the cocktails and wine of which I'm very comfortable they were very uncomfortable because it's not part of their culture mm-hmm. so just as cool as i felt in karna that spirit of like this is the room where it happens when we went through that hallway and made our way into now all of a sudden this even more secretive room it was like this is where the magic <laughs> happens and we have very limited footage in there because well as i mentioned it's taboo like you really don't want to expose folks enjoying their space we of course respect everybody's privacy and there were emiratis there um 
it was not single gender. There was a mix of Emiratis there. There are people smoking cigars, smoking cigarettes. They didn't look visibly drunk, as you might see in the Western world. Although perhaps they were more quiet、mm. in their joy. In Canada, in the States, in Australia, and in, in Britain, when you're at a bar, everybody's loud. They're having a laugh. There, it's more like. Like it's more that whispery, but you could feel they're having a good time in here. Yeah,、it's、I think it's, I think it's a space where Emirati people or the rich Emirati people who don't want to be in the in the other space where lots of people are there, even if it's spacious, they just want their cozy space.、Uh, they don't want people to see them drinking or smoking, I guess. So they go to this secret space, and when we say it's a secret space, it's not small. It has its own bar. It has its own、uh, lounge. Then it has its own secret、uh, room, actually, with a big table and lots of se- seats over there as well.、Mm-hmm. Definitely had their own staff. Yeah, they were because they were very welcome when we came in. Because、mm-hmm. we immediately said, "No, don't worry, we're just peeking." And after our cameras turned off, said, "Are you sure you're going to hang out?" We're like, "Oh no, it was quite、yeah. late. I think that was like two in the morning." Yeah, wait. They had their own music, bar, drinks going on. Thanks to the person who showed us this space because we were ready to go. But if this person、uh, was not there, we would have just left. We didn't even speak about the bathrooms. The bathrooms are <laughs>、yeah. stunning at Karna. They、yeah. are well. We've been here for about a month now.、Mm-hmm. They're the most beautiful bathrooms I've ever seen, and part of it is the spectacular view.、Yeah. Just, it's like they don't. They don't waste a single moment、mm. to show you how beautiful Dubai is and how beautiful the space is.、Yeah. Just stunning. We'll add the video here for you to see how amazing this is.、But、the part of the reason is they didn't cover the glass part, floor to ceiling. So even the washroom, when you enter, the, when you enter the washroom, it's like floor to ceiling glass, and then then mirrors, multiple mirrors with the lights in it. So. You're looking at mirror, and then behind the mirror, it's like incredible, unrestricted view. So you feel like you're at the edge of a building, just doing your thing, and then you have to go back. But if you're there for the first time, you will spend like five, ten minutes there, and you will record that washroom. It's stunning. I don't get shocked very often by fancy places because now I just expect things to be kind of spick and span, lovely,、mm. opulent. But this was a moment where I thought, "Oh my gosh! Like, what is happening here?"、Yeah. Thank you, Takarna, for inviting us to your beautiful restaurant. We had a wonderful evening and recommend it to everyone we know. Thank you for your time. If you have specific questions that we covered in this video, take a peek at the timestamps below. You'll see the timestamp with the question, so you can find the answer really quickly. This is the Chatty Bear Podcast. Chat with you soon. 